Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Josh Morgan, the uh, the top hurricane chaser in the world. He's living in Hurricane House for the season, rented a house in Big St. Louis. Almost had an opportunity not have to leave his house with, with Marco and Laura bearing down on us. Where we left the story, though. You uh, you were in Orange, Texas. You moved to Sulphur. Turned out to be a good move. You were in a hotel with mostly hotel employees, and it hits. Tell us about it. So I've noticed this with a lot of very intense hurricanes that you don't start getting a lot of weather until the center of the hurricane is very close. So the hurricane was only a couple of hours away, and we we're still just getting just some drizzle and breezy conditions. And I've noticed that the very intense hurricanes, it's almost like the energy just gets it gets pulled in and and sucked very close to the center it's like the, the energy is just very confined so it didn't start until like i don't know around 9 30 or 10 but then it started you know the wind just started ripping and like the rain started coming down and it just it got worse pretty quick and then the inner core of the hurricane the really bad part hit a little after 1 a.m and it was the eye wall of this hurricane was very sharply defined i can tell you the exact minute when we got in it I could see it on the radar and I could see it on the ground. Just the rain got heavier and the wind got that scariness to it, that roaring sound. Uh, you know, a palm tree in front of the hotel, just the trunk just snapped off right in the middle, that kind of wind. And uh, that went ripping for a while. Then we started to enter the eye and it was probably one of the weirder hurricane eyes I've been in. And I've been in a lot of, a lot of eyes. Uh, the rain stopped, but the wind continued. So we were in the eye, but it was a very windy eye. Some people call that like a dirty eye, but like a, inside the eye, it was it was the rain had mostly stopped, but we were still getting like d- destructive winds, like stuff still flying around and everything else. And it wasn't until I got almost to the exact center of the eye that I got the dead calm. Then it then the wind just stopped, and then like literally, you could walk outside and you could have built a card house. That's how calm it was. But it was only right at the center of the eye. And what's interesting is that folks in Lake Charles, the town over, never got that calm. They were in the eye, but they stayed in the windy part. The, the calm part was quite small, and it passed right over sulfur. It was a really trippy kind of hurricane. And the backside of it, uh, sort you know, right at you know, you experienced some of the eyes. It's bad, but it, but ultimately, the backside of it was not nearly as bad as the front side of it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. The backside definitely did not have the punch. And folks often ask me, you know, is a hurricane worse on the front side before the eye or the backside? And everyone is different. I've been in hurricanes where the front side is nuts and the backside's kind of nothing. And I've been in the opposite where the front side's not so bad. And the backside is like right after the calm eye, like that's when the hurricane really hits. And then I've been in other hurricanes where they're almost perfectly equal. So there's no formula around that. And I always warn people, don't, don't make any judgments about how the the part of the hurricane after the eye is going to be based on what you experienced in the front. You have no idea. Every hurricane is different. We've said that Uh, over and over again. So when you you got some sleep and you emerged the next day and were able to sort of take it all in, the, the wind damage was just dramatic, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, sulfur got absolutely clobbered. I mean, and it, it just visually, you could really see it. I was on a hotel that was along the main commercial drag, Ruth Street, uh, and Ruth Street goes right through the historic downtown. And the place just, I mean, it was beat up. I mean, every single sign along the highway was just bl- blown out shell. Uh, you know, there were roofs ripped off, big power poles snapped in half, uh, you know, blocking the street, giant piles of debris, big buildings like gyms, just like the walls ripped open so you could see inside the building. I mean, the wind damage was very heavy. I mean, this was a direct hit from a Category 4 hurricane, so that's to be expected. Well, Josh, we got a couple more minutes, but one of the main points I want to make before we before we end the show is that we, we won't know all the stories of all the people who perished in the storm. Too many perished. That's the, that's the reality. But but we may discover that some people decided to stay in their homes, even people who were not who did not perish, that it will have life changing you know effect as a result of it because they were afraid to go to a shelter and they were concerned with the pandemic. You said that you know in the last show you're worried about that, weren't you? Yeah, that is the number one concern this year. You know, it's unfortunate that the year we're having a pandemic is also the year that, um, you know, that we're having a very active hurricane season in the U.S. And I think that, you know, a lot of times folks are on the fence about whether to evacuate or not. And COVID is another factor that's going to make people even more hesitant. And Ricky, you said it many times that there's no reason for anyone to die in a hurricane. We know they're coming. We know how to get out of the way. Literally, no one needs to die in hurricanes. And it gives me a lot of angst that there are still deaths and hurricanes. And, uh, you know, this is another example, but, you know, hopefully I'm hoping that, uh, you know, the Lord death toll won't be anything like some of the past category four hurricanes in the United States. Let's hope not. Um, and I think the, the most important message is we kind of wind this down. First of all, I hope we don't get the chance to talk to you again, because that would mean I'm going to talk to you, but you know, on the show, that would mean that you didn't get to get in another eye and that would be a good thing. The other thing is, I want to make sure people hear this, that every storm is different, that we have to listen to emergency uh, officials. Don't wait till there's a hurricane bearing down on us to have your plan. Just have your plan and know that in the pandemic situation, it's going to be different. But please, please hear that. Anyway, Josh, we're out of time, buddy. It's totally awesome to be here again. Thank you. Thanks, it's Ricky. been my pleasure. You're, you're a good friend of mine and the show. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. This is Josh Morgan the top hurricane chaser in the world and uh, next time we're together i want to talk about your 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 uh, all your network appearances and how that goes so we'll do that at the next show talk to you soon Friday. okay thanks bye. so much Ricky. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.